There are a couple of Bible verses that, in in my experience, get a lot of play, while at the same time also get a lot of abuse. I believe some of you might agree with that. Jesus was engaging his disciples in a conversation about what the people in the region were saying about it. Who do men say that I am? Well, Peter (laughs) couldn't wait to get the words out of his mouth. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus was quick to point out that Peter didn't come by that revelation by means of a, a quick guess. Rather, Jesus said that kind of revelation could only come by the Spirit of God. But it's the words of Jesus that, that immediately followed that response from Peter that have my attention and, and should have yours also. Listen to this in Matthew chapter 16, uh, verse 19. And I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The keys of the kingdom of God that can bind and loose things on earth that will have a a mirror effect in the heavens, binding and loosing. I've heard, maybe like you, I've heard those words used in a lot of different ways, some very, very profound ways, and some very presumptuously. Hi, everyone. I'm Bill Nordstrom, and welcome to the program today. This was a conversation between Jesus and his disciples shortly before he was going to fully surrender his soul and give up his life for the redemption of mankind. So I suggest the words the Lord chose to use in light of his coming crisis are very meaningful words for us to use in any approaching crisis coming our way. I'm not going to to spend a lot of time on all the ways that I've heard these words used, bind and loose, uh, misused in a negative way many times. But, But I'm going to present some ways bind and loose can be spoken in a way to bring our souls to the surrendered condition as we approach our cross experience. Let's look at that verse very carefully. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. And I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now notice, Jesus says he'll give the keys of the kingdom, not the keys to the kingdom. Let me illustrate it this way. You and your wife or or your husband have the keys of the house. Two keys. Two keys that open the front door, the matching keys that that open the garage door, the file cabinets, perhaps even the safe. However, if, if you give the kids the keys only to the house, he or she can get full access. But they couldn't open the file cabinets, garage, or, or the safe. Only mom and dad had the keys of the house. Only God has the keys of the kingdom. So we want access to everything that's inside, don't we? I believe that's what the Spirit is saying to us. The Lord's giving us the keys of the kingdom, total access. And it's also interesting, Jesus is giving the keys. You see, the Greek verb here indicates the keys are being firmly placed into our hand as if Jesus wants to be assured each one of those five digits in our hand have a firm grip so that we have total access. 
So there are at least two things we can take away from this parable. The keys of the kingdom of God are given to those who have a relationship with him and are privileged to have full access to that kingdom. And, and listen to this, to be sure we don't lose the keys or or accidentally dropped them down the nearest sewer, <laughs> he presses them firmly into our outstretched hand to be sure we have a solid grip and recognize their importance. You see, in John's gospel, Jesus told the disciples there are many mansions in my father's house and that he's going there to prepare a place for them. And he added that he's the way, the truth, and the life into that kingdom. And how do we enter the kingdom of God in his grace? Well, we come boldly with free and open speech, simultaneously carrying a surrendered soul of weakness and humility. Is that even possible? Well, the writer of Hebrews believes it is. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain and find grace to help in time of need. So let's go back to Matthew sixteen nineteen. After after receiving the keys of the kingdom, what does Jesus tell tell us to do with this new unprecedented access? In his words, whatever. No, there's a little bit more to it than that. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Here's where we need to exercise some wisdom. Bind what? Loose what? Bind comes from a Greek word meaning to wrap, to tie, fasten, and chain. Loose, likewise, is from a Greek word to crush, break, smash, melt, and destroy. So here's my argument against some of the traditional ways church folk, uh, what they do with their spiritual binding and loosing. We, we often press into only the negative side of that binding, connecting it with a mental image of, of chaining up something so it can't hurt us. Well, Jesus gives us only one account that demonstrates that kind of use. It's, it's shown in, in Matthew chapter 12, Mark 3, and in Luke 11. How can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house. The implication that I take from this is that you won't be a successful thief unless you first tie up your victim. Now, let me say, you can bind the strong man, you can bind Satan and loose his grip on your spiritual possessions— Love, joy, peace, and receive that restoration. But but note there doesn't seem to be any place in the Bible where a believer can permanently imprison, chain up, or destroy the works of Satan. Have you ever tried to do that? How's that worked out for you? Uh, Jesus will do that when he returns. So shouting at devils and demons will make a lot of noise, and perhaps maybe even make you feel a little bit better but it'll not have a permanent effect on the powers of darkness. I find it's much more effective for me to bind, to wrap, tie, fasten, and chain my will, my thoughts, my habits, beliefs, ideas, and desires, bind them to the will of God, assuring my will on earth is in agreement with his will in heaven. After all, Jesus taught us to pray that way. 
How about binding ourselves to the truth of God's Word? Perhaps by by reading a scripture and and, and pausing at a passage and, and binding that truth that you've just read to your own heart and soul. Father, I I wrap, I tie, I fasten and chain that word from you in your word. I bind it to my soul, my will, wrapping it, chaining it to your heart. Some of you in the sound of my voice, perhaps many of you are emotionally or, or physically suffering. So you might boldly come into the presence of God and, and, and wrap, tie, fasten, and chain your body to the blood of Jesus and his healing power and his protection. My friends, that can prove to be a very effective prayer. Instead of binding the devil from the sickness and disease he's so skilled at bringing, how about, how about binding tightly wrapped arms of God and the blood from the, the beaten stripes and piercing nails of the cross of Jesus to that situation? That can bring healing, covering, and cleansing. And then there's my very favorite, binding my mind to the mind of Christ. Listen to this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it something to be obtained or grasped to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming into the likeness of men. He humbled himself. Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Jesus went to the cross. Perhaps might we pick up ours and see where he takes us? Now let's look at loosing. Jesus said, what we loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. So often we've heard well-meaning, sincere believers loosing the Holy Spirit to do this or that. I don't know about you, but I kind of shudder whenever I hear those demanding words. Somehow I can't get my, my head or my heart around the idea I'm to loose the Holy Spirit of God to do anything. The Holy Spirit doesn't need to be loosed from anyone or anything. Do Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 16 infer we're to loose, crush, break, smash, melt, or destroy anything connected to the Holy Spirit? I don't think so. What you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Might we be better off loosing strongholds? You know, those habits, beliefs, ideas, desires, behaviors, those patterns of thought I talk about so often. Not only the personal strongholds in our lives, but the the cultural strongholds running rampant in this hour tearing even those in the body of Christ from the the fundamental spiritual absolutes necessary for a spiritual walk with a quiet, surrendered soul. The Bible's clear we're to crucify the flesh and bring it to the cross, loosing those strongholds in our lives. The promise of the Spirit is you loose the habits, beliefs, ideas, and desires— You break, smash, melt, and destroy them here on earth. They'll be broken, smashed, and destroyed in the heavens. Think on that for a moment. The strongholds in your life that keep you from the intimate relationship and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, God intends for us to continually experience 
are banished by binding and loosing. Those strongholds that by definition we rely upon to defend our earthly opinions and positions, even if we're dead wrong. Listen, you can't loose the facts of what's happened in your life in the past or what's happening in your life at present, but you can loose the wrong thoughts and behaviors you've attached to them. And I believe that's the pathway to spiritual freedom as one by one, those besetting strongholds come crashing down. Beloved, so often we act more like we're blocked out from the blessings of God and his kingdom. Uh, that somehow we've only have all those blessings and authority when we get to heaven. No, no, no. The keys have been pressed into our hot little hands in the here and the now. Even the ancients in Deuteronomy knew that. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 12. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us and, and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it? Nor is it beyond the sea that you should, you should say, who will go over the sea for us and, and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word, the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. The way to get God's word into your heart is to first get it out of your mouth. Might God be telling us in this critical season we're coming into, the, the reason all this binding and loosing stuff hasn't worked for you in the past was because there was sin in your life and you did precious little to get rid of it? Sin always produces guilt and guilt leaves you with a sense of unworthiness and unworthiness tends to lead to loose hands and loose hands are prone to drop precious keys to the kingdom. Repentance is a good, a real good key to grab onto right now that you might once again know that, know that you know, know that you know the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Father, your word says if we confess, if we, if we speak out of our mouths our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, Lord, we bring our weak, broken conditions to you. We bind our minds and our hearts to the mind of Christ, and we, we loose, we loose, crush, break, smash, melt, and destroy the strongholds that have restrained us from the full outworking of your life in our lives. We confess we've missed the mark, Father, and we ask you to forgive us and to restore us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. My friends, these are exciting times, challenging days, and, and the Spirit of God is prepping us for the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that, that we move in signs and wonders, having the words of the Spirit in this season and especially in the days ahead. God's blessings on each and every one of you. Maranatha. I'm Bill Nordstrom.